Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. For more information and to donate online, go to 3cr.org.au. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Hello and welcome to the bonus. My name's Phineas Mir. Joining me in this studio as they, well, Raphael normally does, but Kazem's here as well. G'day, guys. Hi, how you going, Finn? Very well. Now, uh, <clears throat> now, which should just say before we get go- going, the, the boldness is all about, about not just waiting for, not just grabbing your... Sorry, not just waiting for someone to give you your human rights, but grabbing them. Anyway, uh, coming up on today's show, we're fortunate enough to have someone coming in to to this year, which is good. But before we do that, we should, before we introduce our guests, we should just say what the name of that song was, Raphael. Well, the biologist is in the studio, and that song was It's Complicated by the Hackett's. And on today's show, we've got a very special guest called Naomi Shani, who has recently produced some videos 
do your thing. Welcome to the boldness, Naomi. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Um, so, what is the what's the do your thing project about? Uh, so, this is a project that I've been working on with women with disabilities, Victoria, uh, myself, and my uh, co-producer Nicole Symington. Um, basically, we, we've uh, done. I guess they're sort of video profiles of, of women with, with different kinds of disabilities and different experiences and different achievements. Um, and the idea is just to sort of provide a, a greater variety of people with disabilities in the media because I think there's very, very narrow sort of stereotypes of what actually exists in the media at the moment. So we're just sort of doing our bit to, to put a bit more out there, a bit more variety. So what, what sort of role models did you, did you find? Um. Yeah, we um. So we spoke to Larissa McFarlane, um, who has done a lot of work. Uh, she's an artist, and she does a lot of work around disability pride. We've, um, we've interviewed her before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is which is great. Uh, so yeah, so we we've spoken to Larissa, uh, Nicole Lee, who uh, people may have seen on the drum. Uh, she does a lot of work in um, violence, uh, fighting violence against women uh, and disabled women in particular. Uh, she's very involved in, in policy on that and raising awareness, which is which is really good. Um, Ricky Buchanan, uh, she is someone who is bedbound and she's done a lot of work raising awareness of um, access to, to medical care for people who are homebound or bedridden. So that's just a, a, a few of the ten. So, so what, what was it difficult to find? A, I guess you wanted to f- find a, a representative sample mm. of women with disabilities to show women, I guess, for want of a better phrase, in in their glory. Um, what, <laughs> what, um, what uh, was it, was it difficult to f- find a, sp- a spread of of women with various? Um, you know, was it difficult to find that a, a widespread of women? I think it's not necessarily difficult to find women with disabilities doing interesting things. Um, I think there's a, a lack of representation of it, but I think um, just generally, you know, looking in the community, you, you can find people if you're actually looking for them. Um, I think we were very conscious of finding people with a diverse range of experiences. Um, so I guess that took a little bit more effort trying to find people with, you know, visible and invisible disabilities, people, um, yeah, people who have been disabled since they were children, people who had experienced disability um, a little bit later in life. You know, we're trying to get all those sort of different experiences in there so that I guess the, the widest variety of, of women with disabilities or young women with disabilities, whoever's watching the videos, can actually watch these videos and see something of themselves there and say, you know, I, I recognise here, here is me being represented in the media. And what's the importance of the videos? <clears throat> Um, I think it's it's about people being able to see themselves in, in what they see in the media because uh, I think as people with disabilities, we don't have a lot of that. We have stereotypes. Uh, and this was about really delving into um, three-dimensional people and, you know, talking about their lives and their careers and their families mm. and actually, um, you, know, you know, showing something that people can relate to that isn't a stereotype, that isn't sort of that, you know, inspiration porn, to, to use a term that Stella Young coined. Um and, and show show something that is relatable. Now, what does inspiration porn mean, Naomi? Uh, so that's a term when uh, I think that there's a particular stereotype in, in the media where people have very low expectations of people with disabilities in general, and it's very limiting. And what sort of comes of that in the media is that 
things that are actually not terribly inspirational on a on a broader scale are sort of represented as inspirational. Like, oh, you got out of bed in the morning. How how exciting is that? It's like, no, not particularly. It's just my average, you know, getting out of bed, catching public transport is what everybody does. That's not necessarily objectively inspirational, if that makes sense. Um, but there's, yeah, there, there is that type. I think it's it's a very sort of condescending type that we see in the media quite a bit of people with disabilities. Well, so what your your immediate practitioner yourself? What what sort of um, what have you found? What what has the representation in the media been like from your point of view? Uh, so my disability is chronic fatigue syndrome or um, myalgic encephalomyelitis, as it's otherwise known. Um, and there is zero representation of that, I find, in wow. the media. Or it's um, – I, th- I think there is there is a bit of a type out there, which is that it's the sports person who gets chronic fatigue syndrome and then recovers within sort of a year or two and goes back to being in the, the Olympics. Is that you? That is not me. That is not most people with chronic fatigue syndrome. It's very, very rare, actually, like 5% of people recover. Um, so, yeah, I think it's very, very misrepresented. And for that reason, I, I really wanted Ricky Buchanan in particular to be a part of this video series because she is someone who is uh, bedridden with with uh, with myotic encephalomyelitis. And she, um, yeah, she was able to speak to that in a very real way that I think people relate to. So, And that community is very underrepresented. Yeah, that was one of the things I found watching it was that um, you didn't just get the... I mean, there are people who, even within the disability community, have a high profile, and while they were, while some of them were included in the series, there, there were also people for whom had, who had disabilities that weren't um, represented, and I thought, you know, that was a really good thing about the the uh, video and it sounds if that was something you wanted to really highlight it in in the project yeah definitely i mean we did have a few high profile people we've got carly finley who was who was good enough to come in and do the project with us which was really fantastic and nicole lee who i mentioned before who's on on the drum quite a bit people might recognize her from television um, and I think Larissa is quite a high profile as well with the work that she's done, at least in disability circles. Mm-hmm. But we also wanted to talk to people who are less well known, maybe are just sort of um, get, getting their start. You know, again, we wanted a wide range of people to be able to relate to the people in these videos. And you've got so you've got you got some artists, you've got some activists, mm. you've got um, a few authors, a few authors, yep. in there. Um, so you've, so you've got a you've got a range of. You've got got a range of pe- people with various disability t- types. Was was uh, I mean obviously each video has its own. Um, it would be wrong to single out just one video, but was there a consistent theme throughout the videos that is is worth noting? Um. I think we like we were aiming not to be consistent, if anything, um, because we did want that variety in there. Because the again, like the representation of people with disabilities is just sort of very sadly one note <laughs> in the media, yeah. uh, and we wanted to create something a little bit more varied, a little bit more diverse. Um, so what? So you've got um, people obviously doing some doing. Um, You've got Prue Stevenson in there as well. Who's uh... mm, mm. she's a she's a visual artist. Yeah. She's done some amazing things. Uh, she's also um, 
she is uh, autistic and she does a lot of work around raising awareness around that um, and, 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 and changing the way that uh, accessibility works in, in businesses and that sort of thing. Um, and so I suppose, I suppose what I've what I gleaned from the videos was that people within telling their own stories, they also highlighted um, things within their own lives that pe- people can take from or people could take from watching it and perhaps apply to their own life if they wanted to. Yeah, yeah. And it's not sort of preachy, or at least I hope it isn't. Um, <laughs> there's no sort of pressure to, to behave the same way as these these women have, have behaved or the way that they've dealt with things. Um, but I think it just, yeah, again, it provides different examples of, you know, if you're in this situation, here's someone else in the same situation and this is how they've handled it and do this you, is, you know, successfully or unsuccessfully. Do you find that the, the process between the beginning and the end of the project, how much do people change? Um, we're not change. necessarily following people throughout a long period of their lives. Okay. Uh, so, uh, you know, a lot of the shootings, some people we only shot with them for one day. So it was very okay. much a snapshot of this is where they are in their life right now. And they might have talked a little bit about their history, you know, where, um, how they got to here. But, they're, yeah, I, I wouldn't say there was a, a narrative going through it that okay. that led to sort of watching change so in the, the videos. There's, yeah. there's, no, uh, there's no do your thing seven up? No, no, yeah. Shame about that. We're not, we're not coming back in seven years. Damn. Um, <laughs> well, let's see how they've all changed. Well, guys, I reckon it's time for us to play a few station announcements now. Let's take the station announcements. Sounds good. The Boldness would like to thank Leisure Options for their support of this program. Leisure Options creates barrier-free holidays and travel that liberate people with disabilities. To find out more, check out leisureoptions.com.au or find them on Facebook. On Thursday 28th of November at 12pm, environment groups and communities from across Victoria will peacefully rally together at Parliament to call for urgent action for our natural world. After five years of the Andrews government, nature deserves more, especially in the face of climate change. Victorians need new and better funded national parks, stronger nature laws and better protection for our threatened forests, rivers, beaches, oceans and native plants and animals. We need real action for our natural places and wildlife now. Join in the Nature for Life rally. Bring a sign to highlight the natural places you love that deserve better protection. See you on Parliament Steps, Thursday 28th of November at 12pm. Look for Nature for Life rally on Facebook and visit Victoria National Parks Association website vnpa.org.au forward slash rally. VNPA is a 3CR supporter. Now, welcome back to The Boldness on 3CR. We're currently talking with Naomi Shani, co-producer of Do Your Thing videos. Now, tell us about women with disability put together the idea mm-hmm. of the videos. Yeah. Now, with women with a disability, what why is it really, really important for women with a disability actually led the project and it was led by uh, women? I think, I mean, there's that old phrase, isn't there? Nothing about us without us, uh, which I think is common in the in the disability community. Um, and, yeah, I, th- I think 
our stories are so often told by able-bodied writers or able, you know able-bodied producers who who tell these stories, and they don't necessarily relate uh, to what's going on. They don't necessarily know the right questions to ask um, to really tease out those those details about people's lives. And I think you, you know the. I wasn't involved in the original sort of grant application and, and design of the project. I came on a little bit later. But, um, yeah, from, from beginning to end, this has all been done entirely by women with disabilities uh, creating a project representing themselves. Right. Yeah. What about people that identify as a female too? For example, people that are transgender. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think trans women are women. Um, that's And we've included that in the project. So that's, yeah, I think that's important. Yeah, I think a cashier is one of the people yeah, yeah. who we've, who we've spoke, spoken to. What, what, um, what else can you, what, was it difficult to find, um, not to, to find people, but was it difficult for people to sort of share this, to share their stories or was it easy to get people involved? I think um, it is a difficult thing to sort of share such personal stories. I mean, uh, Akasha in particular talked about um, childhood abuse that had that had happened with her. Um, and, you know, people have uh, – Nicole Lee, I think, generally in public is, is very open about things that have, that have happened to her and how that's led to her – her career and what's happened. Um, so I think you know people people have been very open about their lives with us, which which we're very lucky has has happened. Um, but I think you know these these stories need to be out there. People want to tell these stories because I think there's there's a lot of things that are hidden um, that often do need to be talked about and need to be out there. And dis- disability disability led stories, as we've talked about, are they worth? Is it difficult, I suppose, to get an environment where pe- where people f- felt comfortable in sharing their stories? I think it helps. We we spoke to people quite extensively in the lead up to the actual filming of these interviews, so we got a really good feeling about what people were comfortable talking about, um, what they really wanted to talk about. Because a lot of the times, these stories are just sort of you know people really want to to talk about things. Um, and so, yeah, it was about sort of building that comfort level before we, we got to the interview process and then people were, um, yeah, people, people were quite comfortable talking in front of the camera, I think. And what's your accessibility of the videos? Accessibility. Mm. Uh, so they're all captioned and they are all audio described on YouTube at the moment and they will be coming out on DVD as well for people who don't have access to the internet. We'll flag that. We will. Yeah. We certainly will. Podcast. So what is it, um, in... was there anything people people um, weren't comfortable in? I guess, uh, not. I guess not. Were they? I guess my question is more: Do they? Do they? Were people comfortable in? Uh, did they have a? I guess did they have final say over what what was, what uh, what the what was finally shot? shot um, yeah. Uh, we we um, they had a lot of influence over it. We asked people how they would like to be represented before we actually started filming. But uh, yeah, no, we we didn't ask the participants to actually to approve the final edits. Well, no. But I suppose that I guess the good part is that they felt comfortable in sharing because the process was done by women. It was done done by women with disabilities rather than an able-bodied sort of having the final say over what was in the video. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, from my perspective, it's hard to tell if that was the case because I'm on the other side of the camera, so I can't I can't speak for the people who were interviewed in that regard. That's a stupid um, question. Yeah. Um, what did you wear? What did they wear? What did what did they wear? People wore all sorts of things. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember in detail. Some of, the, some of them were some. I I think they wore wore stuff that was. Um, Cons- I'll help you out there. I th- think they wore stuff that was consistent with their person personalities. They, they wore whatever so they liked. They wore whatever they liked. They were given and, no uh, instruction on the clothing, no. which was uh, which and uh, yeah. So how it should be? How exactly? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, let's have a talk about um, the videos. What about trigger warnings? Was there any distressing content or people should be aware of before watching them? I think I mean there's nothing overly distressing I don't think in the in the videos but we do you know yeah um there are content warnings th- there, are there are definitely are content, content warnings, warnings so. on, on a few of them yeah I think we're just very conscious that some of these topics are a little bit sensitive like as, as I I mentioned earlier we do talk about uh, domestic violence we do talk about um at at one point we we talk about suicidal ideation um so it's you, you know we don't sort of we didn't shy away from those things but you do want to make sure that people are forewarned before we get into those details. So yeah, there's definitely content warnings. And they're, they're when we're talk, talking about these videos, they're not, they're not, um, they're sort of, they're sort of uh, about six or six minutes in, or aren't they? Mm, they're they're not, all they're all quite short. Yeah, they're not. You know, they're not. We're not suggesting people watch a TED talk for half an half an hour or you no, know twenty no. minutes on one, <laughs> one topic, um, which is. Which is good. So, what um, was there? Any, is this an ongoing project, or would you like to interview more women with disabilities? I mean, we have two women with disabilities in, currently in the, in the right show. Now. Um, <laughs> I don't have a disability. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stick with Raphael. You might have one soon. Um, I know you. Does that qualify? Probably. Um, in one of those years. Um, before we get completely de- derailed, is the is the um, is the is the um, pr- project uh, is the, is this an ongoing project? Uh, so for now, we've just done the ten videos, and the project's going to finish up at the end of this year. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd love to keep doing something like this. But this is, you know, it's up it's up to the funding gods what happens. Yeah, because yep. uh, <laughs> there are lots of. Yes. There are lots of great women with disabilities doing great stuff. That need oh, there's to plenty be, more people we could have interviewed. Yeah, yeah, need to be. Yeah, was it was it difficult to in terms of um, finding people, or did you have ten people, the ten people already in mind? And I think uh, Nicole and I have both done a fair amount of work with the disability community in various roles in the past. Uh, um, Finn and I, we we worked together at DMA. Raphael yeah. did bits and pieces there as well. Yeah. Um, that's our Disability Media Australia, No Limits. Uh, so I think you know you sort of hang around in the community long enough, you you do meet a lot of people. So there was definitely people that I had in mind going in. Um, but yeah, I mean there was research as well. We were working at Women with Disabilities Victoria. A lot of you know a few of the participants came through other activities through through there. Was, uh, so was there was a range, there, of, range of ways they came. Was yeah. there um, a capacity of working people who have the DNIS plan? The NDIS, NDIS. NDIS uh, yeah, a few people. Um, uh, Akasha talks about the NDIS in her video and how yeah. it's how it's benefited her and her girlfriend. Um, they really do, they're actually doing really well on the NDIS. Yes, um, which is you know it's it's good mm. to see those positive stories because you do sort of hear a lot about how yeah um, how uh, how it needs fixing. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, I think um, it, there, there was a, a positive story there about the NDIS. Cool. Yeah, and w- w- um, was it 
with the with the did you because I through watching some videos I learnt stuff about people that I know that that I that I didn't know about them, which is mm. um, testament to the your filmmaking. But also, um, did you? Did you did you find that yourself? Did you find that I was learning new things about yeah. people I knew. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think you. I mean, we were really getting people's philosophies on life out of them. Was the, yeah, was, was part of the aim of the project. So what, it was. What, um, yep. Yeah, yes. definitely. I, I learned some new things, and I got to meet some people who I've admired for a long time. Wow. <laughs> doing this project, uh, Shakira Hussein's video is is coming out, and oh, she's great. she's an academic whose um, whose work I've sort of been. Uh, aware aware of through feminism circles actually rather yeah. than disability circles, which is interesting. But yeah, I was I was very excited to meet her, and that was that was really good doing that interview with her. Congratulations on your, what, your efforts. So oh, thank you. So what? Um, so is, are there still more more videos to come out? There are yes. Ah. So we're halfway through. Oh okay. Uh, Carly's video, Carly Finlay's video, came out today. Uh, yeah, I saw and, Carly's. Uh, there are five to go. Um, well, I must have seen. I must have seen at least. Three out of those, so I'm feeling good about myself. I, <laughs> we did some research. I yeah. did do some research, um, which is which is which is good because uh, otherwise, it, this would be a completely different interview. Um, uh, no, it wouldn't. Oh, that. no, it wouldn't. So I've actually watched the videos too. Ah, uh, good. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, as long as you've watched as long, them as long as we yes. Anyway, um, we're getting very close to the end. So where could people find where? Where can people find the the um, Where can people f- find the Do Your Thing project? Uh, yep. So you can find it on Women with Disabilities Victoria on Facebook and Twitter. So if you just uh, pop Women with Disabilities Victoria into the search engine, there, um, it's also going to be on our website uh, www.wdv.org.au, and it's uh, currently on YouTube, and it will be available on DVD as well. Fantastic. So you can get you. So uh, you can find every all about the project through the all of those channels we've just listed, and if you miss them, we'll p- put them on the pod on the podcast. Um, so sadly, it's almost time for us to go. It's, it's, it's my last show for season t- two thousand and nineteen. So uh, hey. oh, look at a round of applause for Mr. Finlay. For his, um, I, I, all his efforts over the years. I did the grand record. Oh, I even get sound effects. That's never happened before. <laughs> where do these people come from? Where is, where, 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 exactly. Um, I, well, I, 3C has actually got... I never knew 3C had money for sound effects, but there you go. Um, <laughs> you, learn so, you learn something new every day. Now, uh, now the bonus has been talking with Naomi Shani, <laughs> director-producer of Do Your Thing videos, which are available. Thank you very much for your time, Naomi. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming. Now, thank you very much to Finn. We hope you enjoy your holidays. Cheers. Thank you very much to Gazem for coming in. Thank you. To our esteemed panellists, Loz and Murdoch McLeish, thank you very much. And 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 we need a big round of applause for Loz and Murdoch too. See, now I don't feel so special. I thought the round of applause was only for me. But, and don't forget, we've been executively produced by Kelly Whitford over there. Which well, we've actually got a technical advisor in the studio, oh, Kelly Whitford from M Nations. Thank you very much for your time. Wait, and when are you back? Are you back on? We Nations? are back. Kel? We are back no. with the boldness no. on the 18th Sorry. of December. There's International Day of Disability, big day of broadcast from six in the morning to six at night on the 3rd of December. 
we're going out with a song called Self-Resurrection by MJ Warrior. Keep listening to Complete by Lovely. Thank you very much for your time. We're back on the 18th of December. Thank you for your time. Thank Cheers. you. Self-Resurrection. Lady MJ Warrior. Static. Had my own place at the age of 16. Quit full-time college because I couldn't afford to live. Started working factory sticking stickers on boxes, catching six bosses a day to get to a job. Shit, all the nosy hats used to terrorise me. Why aren't you at school or living with mommy? People passing judgment cause I was just a teen But I battled on like warrior, focusing on big dreams Self-resurrection Forgiveness and redemption No hate, no hate in my heart What they dare to question They're phony and hating you Fight stood flare Too pretentious It's cold when you're breaking through But I love air of adventure Miss Lonely was taking boot Or hooks in prayer 